The bad man is gone. Baker Mayfield is gone. But we'll talk about that later. For now, we got some games to recap. Welcome to this episode of the KNA Football Cup. Wow. Welcome to this episode of the KNA Football Podcast. Austin and I are here to recap the crazy week 13. Yeah. Week 13 games. It'll be a fun time. This is KNA Football. Austin, so that kind of saddened me. I'm not gonna lie. Saying yeah. week 13, yeah, I did not realize we were that far. No, week 13 out of 18. Um, flashback a couple weeks ago, and we were like, Oh, here we are, week nine, we're halfway through. Oh, but there's still so much football left at this point. Not a lot of football left. There's literally during what? every game, you see the chart pop up that shows, you know, this is the playoff picture, mm-hmm. these are the teams that are in the hunt. You know, this it's a sad time. It is a very sad time. It's exciting time. because this is where football really gets interesting, where it comes down to it actually matters mm-hmm. if your team wins. It really affects your playoff implications. If another team loses, it can affect how your team does if another team wins. So you're not just a fan of your team anymore at this point in the season. You're a fan or you're an enemy of every team. For sure. I mean, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about tonight. Big game for... Panthers fans, the Bucks and the Saints. We obviously yep. pains me to say, but we are rooting big time for the Saints tonight. Even if the Bucks do win, the Panthers have a very legit shot at potentially winning the division. But yeah, I, I understand what you mean. Like it's, it is yeah. when football gets a lot more interesting because you're fighting for that final push for the playoffs. All these games matter a lot more now, and mm-hmm. it gets to the point of the playoffs where it's going to be great team against great team. It's not like the Texans versus. You know, right? You you aren't going to have some of these games that we had this week where they were blowouts. You get to look forward to games that should be close. That should be some overtime thrillers, some fourth quarter comebacks, and it gets really exciting at this yeah, point. It is year. exciting, but it is also very sad that we are already thirteen weeks done. It is fact. It's just sad, very sad, man. Yeah, but it's all right. Let's not look ahead. Let's, let's re- look back. Let's look back at this week. Yeah, let's jump into the recap. The K and A week recap. Really good. That was very smooth. We need to try to do that every week. <laughs> we should really attempt. We should really try. Yeah, so the first game that we're going to recap, Steelers versus the Falcons. Steelers won 19-16. Yep. Steelers kind of had control of this game from start to finish. Falcons made a late push at the very end, got the ball back with not a lot of time left, and Mariota threw an interception to seal the game. Yeah, uh, Mariota throwing an interception to seal the game seems to be a defining characteristic of his career. Um, Steelers fans have a lot to look forward to. I mean, Kenny Pickett looks comfortable. Mm -hmm. He looks like a good quarterback. Obviously, it takes a couple weeks to get to that point. So with him taking over for Mitch Trubisky and starting all these games, he actually looks pretty comfortable back there. So, I mean, he should be at this point a good option for the next couple years for the Steelers. Um, I saw that Hayward, the tight end that caught mm-hmm. Pickett's pass, um, he, like his dad had died this week or a week ago or whatever, and he had played for the Falcons. That yeah. was obviously really big for him. So I'm happy for them, and I'm unfortunately very saddened to see that the Steelers actually won because mm-hmm. the Browns need a lot to go right 
in the AFC North. And with the Steelers win and the Bengals win, and I think the Ravens won as well, we are in a tough situation mm-hmm. up there. <laughs> tough situation, yeah. I mean, personally, I don't think Mariota is that great of a quarterback. He's kind of gotten worse as the season's gone on, now throwing a game-losing interception. Yeah. If you remember, the Falcons drafted Desmond Ritter this season in the draft, and a lot of people are like, why aren't they playing Desmond Ritter? You know, like they had Mariota, but they planned on eventually playing Ritter, the rookie quarterback, getting him some snaps. And I think like the Falcons are in a tough situation because the NFC South is so bad that they can still easily contend and fight mm-hmm. for the division. But why would you want, want to do that and throw in a rookie quarterback in that situation? Because right. a rookie quarterback, no rookie quarterback plays great and wins you games in, the week, in year one, even year two sometimes. So if you're throwing a rookie quarterback in, with the team that's not even great to start, I mean, it's going to be hard to win the division. Yeah. It's harder to win it even with Mariota. It's going to be even worse with a rookie. Debbie. Thank, thank you, Debbie. Right there. Over, before. under, two, two times two, fixing yeah. the mics today, Asa. That's pretty good. Over, under. Over, under, two times fixing the mics. I'm going to go over. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going take, over take, as well. Over. <laughs> We've already got one. We're already one. We're like 45 <laughs> seconds in. Uh, yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, the... Falcons, obviously, this is not the point to be playing a rookie quarterback. You obviously still have legitimate potential to win the division, make a playoff push. Um, if you were in like the Texans situation, where you know very clearly you're not making the playoffs at this point, it obviously wouldn't matter if you start your rookie quarterback, get him some more snaps, whatever. Falcons are not in that position. They need to be playing a veteran guy who hopefully is making good decisions with the football and not losing you games. Clearly, that's not the case, but it's the best they have. Right. Panthers fans around the world rejoice at the end of this game. We had a bye week, or we. Panthers had a bye week this week, and so all they did was take a step up because the teams ahead of them in the division lost. So we literally gained positioning by not playing. Couldn't, couldn't ask for anything better. Yeah, I joked with you at the beginning of the week that the Panthers would lose the bye week. So far... Panthers are winning the bye week. Mm-hmm. Now, you do have the Monday night game. Big game. To play for. I mean, you're not playing, but right. it's a big game. Steelers, Tampa Bay, which we'll talk about later. Big implications for you guys. And you got rid of the bad man. We did get rid of the bad man. The, the bad big man. I also the big man. He's not the, big, not the man. big man. He's the He's bad man. He's a little tiny man. The bad man. man can't hurt you anymore. Yeah. But we'll talk about We'll him. talk about him later yeah. when we get to a team that we think will uh, yeah. do some stuff with the bad exactly. man. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, Debbie's... Slacking, slacking. Oh, man, look. So the Packers won this game. Packers Bears um, at Ford Field. No, it's not Ford yeah, Field. Yeah, it is. It is Ford Field. No, that's it's the Lions. Field. Yeah, that's the Lions. Soldier Field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. We know same division. Yeah, Soldier Field. Um, the Bears have officially decided to change the name of their stadium to Rogers Field. Uh, I saw seeing, that. Seeing as how Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears and continues to own 101% of the shares in the Bears organization. Um, Is it 101? I thought it was 102. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin Fields back from injury. Uh, they decided to activate him. And um, he looked good. I mean, he ran through, he overall played a really good game, picked up right where he left off. Clearly, the injury did not affect his play afterwards, but Aaron Rodgers, being Aaron Rodgers, made a comeback win, a come-from-behind win to uh, continue to own the Bears. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, I said last week, we both said, plus Daniel the Camel, said that it doesn't matter what happens, the Packers are going to win because the Packers always beat the Bears. Yeah. Justin Fields could have combined for like 600 total yards. I still think the Packers would have magically scored more points than them. Like, me, I was with you yesterday uh, at like noon. We were at Chipotle mm-hmm. eating some lunch. And <laughs> we were talking... Some delicious chips from Debbie's chip bag. Debbie was getting very upset. <laughs> like my chips. Yeah, we were taking oh, yeah. Debbie's chips, but that's a size of the point. Um, yeah, we were saying how much like we would love for Justin Fields to be the one to break that curse of the Packers always being the Bears. And yeah. I think obviously within the next year or two, it will happen. He would be the guy to do it. He's looking incredible. Yeah. But right now, he just doesn't have any help around him. We say it every single week. Yeah. With Justin Fields playing as well as he is, we had talked earlier in the year about how the Bears aren't helping him. They aren't letting him play his kind of football. They're wanting him to like be forced into this mold that he's not a part of. And we were really looking forward to when his rookie contract would expire and he'd be able to get out of there. With him playing as well as he is in Chicago with this scheme, do you think that he'll stay once his contract expires if he has more help than he has now? I mean, I think it's way too early in his career to tell. It's only it's only a second season. Mm-hmm. But I mean, assuming he gets more help, I don't think he would leave. I don't think he's that kind of guy. If he, as long like, if they show and show work of him of trying to get him some help, I think he'll stay. But like, if you're like, if it's like the Raven situation and they're doing the opposite and just not helping him out at all, no receivers, no like nothing at all, I think he's out. Kind of like I think Lamar Jackson's out of Baltimore, but we'll get there. But yeah. Yeah, I did see uh, you were talking about how Rodgers owns 101% of the Bears shares, which is true. Uh, I also, this is a legit thing. After the game, they interviewed him and he said like, this is the second, this place is like my second home or like this place is home to me or something like that. And he was playing at Chicago <laughs> because he just completely, he wins. Yeah, It doesn't he matter Chicago. how bad the Packers can be. It doesn't matter how good the Bears will be. Aaron Rodgers will beat the Bears. I'm, I'm fairly con- I'm fairly confident that it's not the Packers that beat the Bears. It's not the Packers that own the Bears. It's Aaron Rodgers that beats the Bears and owns the Bears. We'll see when he retires yeah. or when he leaves Green Bay or whichever comes first. But for now, I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. Yeah. Ooh. All right. So this was Jags at Lions. And this game was not close in any capacity no it wasn't this game ended lions win 40 to 14 which means the lions are on kind of a hot streak they've won like four of their last five i think which is mildly impressive for how they started the year um and we've finally gotten back to the lions that we saw early in the season where their offense is blowing teams up i mean early in the year their offense was blowing teams up, but then their defense was mm-hmm. also letting up a thousand points. This time, the Lions' explosive offense combined with the Jags' uh, lack of offense is what got the Lions the win. I can't remember. Did I pick the Jags or the Lions? We picked. We both picked the Lions here. We did. I think so. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that because I marked when we did our stats, which we'll get to at the end. I think I had myself picking the Jags. So Maybe you to... did. We'll have to check yeah, on that. We'll but... check on that at the end of the podcast. But yeah, either way. There was a lot of talk going into the week about Trevor Lawrence because he played incredible last week against Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, maybe this is his like welcome to the NFL moment. Maybe now he's going to be the guy we all thought he was going to be. 
<laughs> well, JK, that was a fluke. He got completely dismantled in this game by a defense of the Lions who, like we said, was not stopping anybody. And they just got completely... Granted, he did get hurt for a little bit of the game, but he came back. They still played terrible. Maybe yeah. the Lions... I mean, we had high hopes for them coming into the year. High hopes for the first couple weeks, and then they started playing terrible. We lost all those hopes and aspirations, and now they're good again. I mean, do you think that there's a chance that they could squeak into the playoffs? Ooh, that's tough. I, at this point, there is, I think, no chance of them winning the NFC North. Mm-hmm. I think the, Viking, yeah. the Vikings have that locked. Okay, so they're not getting in the playoffs that way. They're not getting in the playoffs by winning the division, even with a terrible record, like is going to happen in the NFC South. Okay, no offense to that division, but that's what's going to happen. You're going to have a team with a terrible record that's still going to make it in because they suck. I mean, it's like what, the 2007 Seahawks where they were literally 8-9 and and made it into the playoffs because their division sucked? For the Lions, it's tough. I mean, the NFC is a really bad football conference i mean yeah but you see the nfc east and they might produce all three wildcard teams the yep. cowboys the giants and the commanders yep, they very well may do that which is crazy very <laughs> crazy um man it's tough i'm gonna go with no i don't think the lions are gonna squeak in the playoffs especially with how the nfc east is with how tight that is because they're going to have to beat out i mean the football team and they've been playing well as well. So I don't think they will. Yeah, I'm also going to say no because, like you said, the NFC East. I think if one of those teams was having a worse season than they were, I think they could get in because I think they would be the next team in. Like you yeah. could say the Seahawks, but they're kind of struggling right now. I mean, obviously anything could happen. The NFC East, they have to play each other, so they're going to have to knock right, each so other off. Hit each- right, right. I mean, only time will tell. But Lions are rolling. No matter what happens, they're in a good situation going into next season. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they have the Rams first round pick, which is going to be a top five pick. It will be a top five pick. So good work, Lions, on that trade. This was a very close game. This is uh, Jets-Vikings. This was ridiculous. The legend of Mike White, you know, this is his second game. Well, not the second game, but the second game of the year yeah, yeah. with the Jets. Um, and it was a close one. The Vikings only won 27-22. And realistically, I think the Vikings defense won them this game more than their offense did. Sauce Gardner really did contain Justin Jefferson this game. I mean, Justin Jefferson had, I have written down, seven receptions for 45 yards. That's pretty good for mm-hmm. a rookie corner. Yeah, I mean, really Sauce Gardner is going to be a superstar. And he, if not, he, if he isn't already. I mean, yeah. he's incredible. The Jets' defense as a whole is incredible. I think what won the Vikings this game is the Jets. The Vikings yep. were trying everything they could to throw this game away. They're like, we do not want to win. Please win for us. They got the ball. The Jets got the ball. They're driving. They get down to a fourth and goal. Or no, it was like a second and goal from the one. Yep. They run it, get stuffed. Third and goal. They run it, get stuffed. Fourth and goal. They run it, get stuffed. And it's like, dude, come on. Vikings get it. They punt. Jets get the ball. Like, awful punt, too. So the Jets have great field position. They're driving yeah, down they're the like field. The 50 yard yeah. line. Yeah, they got like 10 seconds as they're driving. They get like the 20, throw an interception, game over. It's like, they didn't 
the Vikings didn't deserve to win this game. No, they did not. But at the same time, the Jets didn't either because they could not uh, capitalize on any of the opportunities that they were given. I think Mike, Mike White is obviously an upgrade over Zach Wilson. Yeah. 22 points is not something Zach Wilson would do. But it's not. And it's very clear that the Jets trust Mike White, which is incredible for a guy that's been riding the bench all year, that you would trust him this much. Like, he threw 57 times in this game. Like, that's incredible. Justin Fields threw t- 25 times in, the, uh, in his game this week. Like, so you can obviously see yeah. like Mike White threw more than 50% more. Sorry, it's more than 100% more than Justin Fields yeah. did. And that, that, that's a level of trust that I don't know if I'd have in a third-string quarterback. Well, right, the that's year. the thing. Like, like you said, a third-string quarterback. And what's scary is their offense... I mean, it's not great by any sort of standard, but with a third-string quarterback, third quarterback scored 22 points. Right, and without their superstar running back. Yeah. If you don't remember, he got hurt early in the season towards ACL. Jets are in a very good situation for the next couple of years. They have an elite defense, and their offense is doing great without their superstar running back and with a third-string quarterback in. If they can just, mm-hmm. obviously, their running back, he will, Brace Hall will come back, yeah. and if they and can just get the quarterback position right, they could be dominant. Yeah. In a couple years. It's pretty scary. It's crazy because the Jets never seen them good. I've seen the Giants in the playoffs before, but this New York team never have even seen them, I think, even close to above 500. The AFC East is another scary division. You know what's crazy? This kind of off topic, kind of not. Last week I saw a report that said Tom Brady. Do you know what I'm going to say? I don't. Tom Brady said that he could go back to New England I next season. I did actually see that. Why? Yeah. Okay, I understand going back with your old team. But why would you leave the worst division in football by a mile, one of the worst in history, to go to maybe the best division in the NFL when, you, when you're question. going to the worst team in that division? That's, yeah, that's true. And that's a great question because you're already struggling in Tampa Bay. I mean, your team is barely winning as it is. And you're still not you're even going, might not even win that division. Right. And it's a toss-up whether or not you're going to win that awful, awful mm-hmm. division. So... I don't understand the move yeah. by Tom Brady to leave and go somewhere else. I mean, obviously, it's not confirmed. It's just a rumor. Right. But in the hypothetical that it does happen, it would make zero sense. No, it would make no sense at all. I'd... But I'm sure Patriots fans would not think twice. They would take him in a heartbeat over... Oh, yeah. I mean, he's their savior. Robert Kraft would right, literally yeah. just throw any money that he had. He would go bankrupt if he could have Tom Brady back. For sure. Next on the agenda here. Oh, oh. <laughs> All right. so wait, yeah. Let me say real quick. So last week, Daniel the Camel was here for the Pickums, and this game came up, and you go, "Ooh, this game is a toss-up." And this I was is like, Washington and New York. By oh the yeah, way. yeah, yeah. The Giants. Commanders and the Giants. Football team and Giants. Yeah. Right. And so it came up, and you're like, "Whoa, this game could go either way." And we're like, "What?" We're like, and I said, "This game is easy." And he goes, "Yeah, this game can only go one way." And I was like, "Yeah, easy." Commanders dub. And he goes, "Whoa." Easy, Giants dub. And we're like, what? You know? Uh-huh. Like, we differed, but we were both so confident in the other team. And you ended up being right because they tied 20 to 20. Yeah. I obviously didn't, you know, I didn't pick the tie, which would have been a game changer if I had picked that tie. Yeah. But I was correct when I said this game was going to be very close, and it was. This game ended in regulation 20 to 20. Uh, Heineke is him. That's just 
it, Washington should not get another quarterback. They should roll with Heineke. I mean, they should have lost this game. They should have lost this game. Yeah, they they were down a lot, and Heineke on a, like a fourth and eighteen made a great throw, ended up driving yeah. them down the field and scoring. So yeah, um, takes it to overtime, to which the football team squanders away their opportunities, and New York gets the ball, and all Graham Gano has to do is kick a field goal, like a thirty-yard field Mm-mm, goal. No, it was fifty-seven. It's not even that far. <laughs> Either way, yeah, he has to kick a fifty-seven-yard field goal. It's a little long. They thought it a little long. You, you know, Cade York did it, and he's a rookie. Um, he, and yeah. then the Giants missed it, which obviously tied the game. Yeah. Which, when Graham Gano went up for that field goal, it was a 59-yard field goal, which, it's a very long field goal, but, like, I feel like you see 60-yard field goals, not routinely, but you see them pretty commonly every here and there. Like every Especially team, from bigger-name kickers. Graham yeah. Gano being a bigger-name yeah. kicker. Like, everybody... Has, I feel like every team you'll see ever here and there will kick a 60-yard game winner. Mm-hmm. The Giants, when they went for that 59-yarder, the announcers was like, this would be the longest field goal in Giants history. Their record right now is like 57. I was like, like I, it has nothing, it's not like an important stat, but it's just like, I was a little surprised by that. I feel yeah. like kickers nowadays, like, everyone's record is in the 60s. I was surprised when they said the Giants, and the Giants are one of the oldest teams. Yeah. Their record is 57. I was like, Oh, I mean, well, the NFL record is only 62. No, it's 66. I don't Just, think it's that far. Mm-hmm. Justin Tucker, his one last year was 66. Was six, I thought it was 62. Someone fact check that. No, I, I, I'll fact check it right now. Okay. You keep talking. Um, yeah, I mean, this game was... Let's see. Do I have any notes on this game? I don't think so. Let's see. Where'd it go? Yeah, yeah, just sixty-six yards. Sixty-six. That's kind of incredible. That is incredible. And it hit the crossbar. It did hit the crossbar. That was going. last season, but yeah. It yeah. was last season, but... I mean, that is, look, Ravens got the best kicker in the league. He has a robot leg. He is not a human. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I, you can't help but think every time he gets up to kick, you're like, oh, he's automatic. But you don't want to think that because you know that it'll jinx him unless you're playing the team. And then you you just immediately start thinking he's automatic, he's automatic, he's automatic in hopes that it'll work, but it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, you know that you're spoiled as a Ravens fan when you have him as a kicker and he lines up last week. I think it was last week, a couple weeks ago, whatever. He they lined up for a 67-yard game winner, 67 yards. First of all, that's the cr- stupidest thing ever. Why would you kick that? But when the when he missed it, which he was relatively close on, when he missed it, it showed a ra- like there was a video of a Ravens fan and he was like throwing his jersey, he was yelling. You know you're spoiled as a football fan when you expect your kicker to make a 67-yard field goal. Yeah, I mean look at all the other teams in the NFL, and you're like. You're attempting a 50-yard field goal, and all the other teams in the NFL are like starting to sweat because they're like, "Oh man, I don't know if my kicker actually has the leg for this. It's gonna, the ball's gonna curve. It's gonna swing. There's so many yards in between where he's kicking it and where the ball's going for anything to go wrong." And then when the Ravens kick it, he's kicking like a 70-yarder, and you're like, "Oh, he's got this." Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, 70 yards, no big deal. He's got this for sure." Like literally anything 50 to 65 is absolutely automatic. Mm-hmm. He's insane. For Justin Tucker. Yeah, I know it was really off topic. Not even the Ravens game, but doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. We can talk about him whenever he wants because he's the best. Because he's the goat. Yeah. If I was a Ravens fan, I would have a Justin Tucker jersey, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I'm dead serious yeah. when I say that. He's going. I might have a Justin Tucker jersey just because. <laughs> I mean, he's going to the Hall of Fame first ballot. Yeah, first ballot Hall of Famer as a kicker. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much unheard of. For sure. But that's a little off topic. Debbie's getting mad. Debbie switched yeah, the game. Yeah, switched the game. Right. <laughs> so this one is uh, Titans Eagles. Again, this was kind of a blowout. Yeah, I was expecting a close game. I was too. 
But AJ Brown in his revenge game completely torched the Titans. Yep. Two touchdowns, like 170 yards. Uh, yeah. And there was one play where um, AJ Brown like goes up and he catches this fantastic catch in the end zone, but he like his pinky toe was like barely touching a little bit of stray piece of white grass, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so they ruled him out. It's like barely out. Very next play. <laughs> It was a 41-yard It was play. a 41-yard touchdown, which is pretty incredible. And I was like, oh, fantasy team looking good. And then they called it back. And I was like, hmm, that kind of sucks. That's what you said. Very next play, he does the same thing on the other side of the field. And it actually counted And it counted this time. It was ridiculous. I was like, this is fantastic. You would think the Titans would be like, oh, let's not let that happen again. Yeah, maybe we should not let him just switch the side of the field he's on. Yeah, you know, you know what again. probably happened is they loaded up that uh, right side, and they were like, all right, we're not going to let him do it again. And he's like, all right, I'm just going to the left. I'll go to the left side and so time. he went to the left, and then no one was there. That's exactly right. But uh, thank you, Eagles. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Jalen Hurts scored like 35 fantasy points, and A.J. Brown scored like 32. So I got more than half my points this week from uh, the Eagles alone. Uh, and then the rest of my team decided to score literally one point. So I pretty much, I, I lost. I lost in fantasy, despite the fact that two of my players scored over 30 points. How that happens, I don't know. Yeah. But that's the story of when you have Cooper Cup on your fantasy team, and then he proceeds to get a bum ankle, and you can't get rid yeah, of him. Yeah, it's a bummer. I got him too. And I'm fighting for my life. Yeah, but, a lot of but things that's in a dynasty me. league. Like, You're right. You, you yeah, keep yeah. him year over year. I am, I'm a one and done with Cooper Cup in this league, man. You've been trying to trade him to me, and I'm like, dude, he's not coming back. Why would I want Coming back. Come on. <laughs> Last couple of weeks, he, he'll be back. Yeah. Trust me, guys. Sure. Anyway, that's it. That's it for this game. This yeah. It was a blowout. Not much to talk about. This game was not a blowout. This game was not a blowout. <laughs> and Lamar Jackson got hurt. Yeah. And didn't play. His knee is dead. Pretty much, like, destroyed. Uh, and the Ravens are like, oh, it's no big deal. It's a day-to-day, week-to-week sort of thing. He'll be back eventually, which is like, okay, yeah, sure he With is. With a running quarterback, it's even longer. Right. He's a running quarterback, which automatically like decreases your longevity in the NFL. Like You will get hurt almost every year. That's just how it is, and you won't play very long. But he got hurt pretty early in this game, um, to which their backup was like, oh, that's right. I'm not too terrible. He's not fantastic either. And it's better than Russell Wilson. Better than Russell Wilson, apparently, because the Broncos scored, count them, one, two, three field goals, and, and that's, that's it. it. <laughs> no touchdowns on offense from their $300 million quarterback. So the number stays eight touchdowns to 12 bathrooms. Yes, sir. <laughs> eight touchdowns to 12 bathrooms. That is pretty awesome. You know who else has eight touchdowns? Matt Ryan has eight touchdowns. That's really bad, Russell Wilson. Matt Ryan also has 15 interceptions on the year. Matt Ryan also didn't play really bad four games this year. That's true. Russell Wilson, you kind of suck. <laughs> Russell Wilson is the worst quarterback in the NFL. That is Change my mind. not a hot take. Yeah. Nope, it's not. Worst yeah, 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 he's the worst. <laughs> we'll, we'll, um, we'll get to why he's the worst in just a second. But sorry. they lost 9-10. to 10. To a backup. Yes, to a backup. <laughs> but yeah, um... 18 points, Russell. That's all it takes. As much as weird as it would, as weird as it is to think, I'm sure the Ravens like front office is kind of happy that Lamar got hurt in this game because you they're get to see one, what you have. Uh, eh. I think they're so I saying think, they're 100 going to use this in contract negotiations because Lamar wanted 
crazy amounts of money going into the year, and they're going to be like, yo, look, you're a running quarterback, injury prone. Like, I'm not calling you injury prone, but running quarterbacks typically get injured injured more, and boom, you're injured here, out for a couple weeks, we're not going to give you that much guaranteed money if we can't even trust that you're going to play, you know? Which I think, he's not going to take that, and plus, the Ravens just aren't great, they don't give him any weapons, he's probably fed up, I would be fed up. Hey, man. Hey, Lamar Jackson. You know, there's a really good team. Well, there's a team. In, there is a team. There is a team in North that Carolina. is located in Charlotte, North Carolina. They have <laughs> they they actually like care about like trying to support their quarterback. They give him a great offensive line. They give him a superstar receiver in DJ Moore. They're trying to upgrade the other receivers. Um sure they traded away their superstar running back, but Deontay Foreman is doing great and we got an elite defense, you know. And they just freed up a nice quarterback slot. They did. You know, they're waiting for you. So, you know, 2023 offseason, come home, bro. We will be waiting come with home. open arms. How much money you want? We got you. We got the richest owner in the NFL. I know that means nothing for cap space, but we got him. He can pay you under, <laughs> he'll pay you under the table. Dude. It'll I'm be sure that is so illegal, but why doesn't he do so that? so illegal, but why don't more teams do that? That is so there? smart. That is so illegal, but that is a great idea. How do you know that they don't? That's facts. They definitely probably do. The owners probably are like, oh, you know what? You know, all we can afford is like 150 million. Wink, wink, wink. And then they're like, oh, but you know what? Aside from being my employee on my team, uh, you're also my best friend. And so I'm going to gift you a car. That and is... in that car is four briefcases of money. Dude, that is... Don't tell anyone. I'm sure, I'm sure that actually, like, you can get away with that because, like, you're just donating your yeah, friends. I'm just giving my friend a gift. Honestly, that's so genius. I don't know why more teams don't do this. Dude, should we, should call be, us we should be owners. We're going to be part-time owner. Yeah, yeah let's that's go. a good idea. Or we could be, you know, like... Uh, no, I'm like, no, we're uh, not doing that. No, I can't play. Come on, come on, look at us. <laughs> no, I'm not that good. No, I'm saying like an advisor. We can like advise the owners. The owners yeah. will come in as like a consultant. Dude. Like, what should we do to get the team better? It's like, oh, he has a friend, a friend, every NFL player, and be like, yeah, we're gonna give you a car. Yeah, it's a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on from this game. This game sucked. Yeah, sucked we spent game. way too much time on it. This game, though, also sucked. Fantastic game. I loved it. This was Browns, game. Texans. The um, game that everybody was anticipating. Everyone was sure. waiting for this game. So I'll go ahead and uh, talk about this game. So first off, let's uh, address the elephant in the room, shall we? Deshaun Watson looked rusty. Very rusty. He looked very rusty. He was throwing at people's feet. He was under-throwing receivers. Um, he obviously doesn't have a whole bunch of chemistry with the receivers, and the receiver that he does have the most chemistry with, Anthony Schwartz, he worked the most with him the offseason and during the season to really build a connection. He went out in like the second half of this game for concussion protocol. So he was out for the second half of this game, which was unfortunate. Do you know if that was one of those uh, people on the sideline that they implemented? No, that was of... like he actually did get hit oh, and okay, had to okay. come out. Gotcha. Um, which is like... Fair enough. Keep the players healthy. I get it. Uh, so I, the offense, I guess, <laughs> the offense did not score this game. Okay, which is a problem. But you have to remember that Deshaun Watson's only been back at the facility for three weeks now. He's only been reinstated as the Browns' quarterback for a week today, so he hasn't had a whole lot of time to build those relationships, build the chemistry, and he hasn't played in seven hundred days. All that said, he was moving well in the pocket. I mean, yeah, he, yeah, like, he escaped, he, he a, lot escaped of a lot of pressure, escaped a lot mm-hmm. of sacks, uh, and the Texans' defensive line was doing a really good job of putting pressure on him. 
uh, he just escaped. The, he looked good. He, he gives you hope being like, oh, yeah, he's still a very athletic quarterback. He still can run. He looked good in the running game. But, you know, this throwing was rusty. Yeah. What won us this game was the defense with a fumble recovery taken into the end zone for a touchdown. A pick six. Donovan Peoples-Jones, 70-yard punt return for a touchdown. As well as then Cade York hitting a couple field goals here and there. Yeah, that's what won us this game. Yeah, for sure. I think it's the highest, most high-scoring game for a team that didn't score an offensive touchdown. It was crazy. But yeah, I think what was funny is Deshaun Watson, one of his first couple of drives, they're driving down the field, and then he throws in the end zone, completely right to the Texans guy, intercepted, and then Deshaun Watson laid on the ground and was waiting for a massage. That's what I saw. That's what I saw on Instagram. You can't say things so like that. It was so funny Kaden. what I saw. You're going to get us canceled. It was okay. You're going to get us canceled. <laughs> he threw the ball, intercepted, he laid down. It did get up. It's like, come on. Like, you can't be doing that if you're Deshaun, bro. You know. You, it's like he knew what he was doing. <laughs> it's a, it's okay. We're going to replace you. We can't be saying out-of-pocket things like this. It was funny. But yeah. I mean, everyone expected this because it was the Texans. Like we said, yeah. I think if any other team played them this week, they would have won. Maybe not the Broncos. But yeah. 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 I mean, this was a... Texans are waiting for their pick. They are. They're waiting for their pick, and they have a couple of them coming their way. They have a lot of picks coming their way, actually. Uh, and so they're doing a good job tanking for the picks. Yeah. And Browns, good job winning. Now we just need to win again. And fortunately, we play the Bengals next week, which... Are rolling, but... But one of the guarantees yeah. in life is that the Browns will beat the Bengals, knock on wood. Yeah. Ooh. So this game is the Seahawks and the Rams. Seahawks won 27-23. to But it was... I mean, but... It was obviously very close. The Seahawks are struggling, I guess you could say. Yeah. I mean, they should have killed this Rams team. They don't have Aaron Donald. They don't have Cooper Cup. They don't have Matthew Stafford. They don't have Allen Robinson. Their whole team is in complete shambles. Yep. And they only won by four. And they had to score a last-second touchdown to do so. Yeah, this is not the Seahawks of the beginning of the year. Um, to be fair, Kenneth Walker did not play in this game, which I'm sure is a big part. I mean, that's a huge part of your offense. He's a fantastic, fantastic running back, and is a rookie too. And he didn't play this game; he was hurt. So I'm sure that that had no. He got hurt during the game. During the yeah, game, yeah. but that was early on. So, yeah. I mean, that had major implications for the rest of the game. You can't run the ball like you wanted to. But that being said, you're playing the Rams, like John Wolford. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> I don't know who that is. That that was who the Rams were starting at quarterback, and he threw two interceptions, and you still barely managed to win this game. Mm-hmm. Not great. Obviously, I would never root for an injury. That's bad. <laughs> See, when you say that, and then when you're going to say the word but right here... I didn't say but. No, but you were going to. No, you were going to say However. that. However. Oh, <laughs> that's almost worse. Oh, when, you, when you do that, it makes it sound like maybe you are rooting for an injury. No, no, no. I'm not, I would never root for an injury. No, I would never do it. In the off chance, no, 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 I didn't say that. In the off chance that Kenneth Walker, you know, doesn't play this week, you're not going to see me complaining. Uh, Going into this game, I was like, I was like, hey, the best thing. Weird question, unrelated to what we were talking about. Personally, unrelated. Yeah, very much unrelated. Uh, who who did the Panthers play Week 15? Just unrelated question. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm sorry. Oh. 
I think it's the Seahawks. Seahawks, maybe. That's completely relevant. Let's get completely back to this game. Let's get back to this yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, going into the game, I'm like, the best thing that can happen. It's a huge fight. Because you don't want to roof an injury. It's a huge fight. <laughs> and Geno Smith is throwing punches. DK Metcalf throwing punches. Kenneth Walker all get ejected for multiple weeks. Uh, we get Drew Lockett to play next week. Obviously, that's very unrealistic. Didn't happen. But Kenneth Walker went down. And it sounds like this is coming from uh, this now like legit like not being like rooting for him to not play. He might miss multiple weeks. They're saying it might be a little severe, so we'll have to keep updated what's happening. But yeah. that is a big loss if he doesn't play because he is a superstar rookie running back this year. And he's a big part of their offense, and you can see they struggled without him against a really bad Rams team. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, obviously, Seahawks really needing to realistically they need to win out for the rest of the year they, oh i thought you're talking the rams no, the, like, the rams are done the rams are done they've been done the yeah, rams yeah. have been done since they lost to the bills week one <laughs> uh the seahawks need to win out if they want any chance of making a wild card push because they're not i mean they're really not going to win that division the 49ers have that on locks do they now oh, they have it on locks trust me it's interesting now they got it locks trust okay. me okay but the seahawks have to win out if they want to make that push, um, and it's really tough. So we'll see what happens. Rams are done. Rams are done. They done. Yeah. All right. Before we get into the next game, we have a question from a viewer. Oh, Addie Miller says, "Do you like pickles on Mondays or Tuesdays?" Never. I hate pickles. Oh, that's a terrible mm. take. I like wow. pickles every day of the week. Not gonna lie. Um, not like I do like them on my sandwich. Not gonna lie, but I like more of like the spear pickles, like on the side. That's those that's are really good. Like the whole ones, but yeah, really tiny. Where you like cut them into like a, a oh. third or something. Yeah, that's good. You get those with like a Jimmy John sandwich on the side. Bro, he doesn't know pickles. No, like that's disgusting. I'm sorry. I might have to quit the podcast now. Do it. It's delicious. You're right, but I won't. But I would never <laughs> touch a pickle. Um, no, not eating pickles any day of the week. A punishment for the future. I don't know I for like what, this. but when there's a punishment that Caden needs to be punished for, he's going to have to eat a jar of Live. pickles. Oh my god, A gosh. jar of them. Live. Dude, you would, the entire podcast. That would be disgusting <laughs> because you would just see, like, throw up. It'd be, I, it'd be great. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Next game. <laughs> okay. This was one of the more interesting games of For the of entire week, not just because of the score. So the score to the Dolphins 49ers game was 16 to 33, which first off, no one was expecting. Mm-hmm. It was a close, okay. it should have been a close game. It should have been. Like, and it was closer than this. The 49ers scored at the end. Right. So obviously an end of, you know, game score does affect the look, but still even if you take away 7 points, it's still a bigger win than you would expect. Um Obviously, on Saturday, we had all said, you, myself, Daniel, we had all said that this game is very close. You and Daniel had picked the Dolphins, and I said that I would just pick. I said that I would just pick whoever you didn't pick. Uh, and that happened to be the correct pick. Little lucky for me. Mm. I lucked out on this one, and the 49ers got this. But the reason that this game is so interesting is because Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt and it turns out that he broke his foot 
out for the season out for the rest of the year if you remember week one first quarter of that game week two no it was week one no, it was week two was it yes i don't think it was it's week two he played like a quarter of a... It was Either two. way. <laughs> very early in the season, first quarter of whatever game it was, okay, within the first two weeks, yeah. Trey Lance broke his ankle. Out for the year. Okay, so Jimmy Garoppolo just having reworked his contract to be a backup for Trey Lance, you know, now he's going to get paid to be the highest paid backup in the NFL, and he's, he's, a, he's a good quarterback he's not terrible he's not going to lose you the games but he's not going to win them that's why he's a backup now he takes over after week two and he's playing good okay 49ers are balling out they get christian mccaffrey things really really turn around and now jimmy garoppolo is out for the rest of the year yeah that's bad news what's the good news there's two pieces of good news for 49ers fans number one Brock Purdy. Yeah. Mr. Irrelevant. Last pick in the draft this season. Literally the last pick, the final pick. They give him a jersey okay, mm-hmm. that has Mr. Irrelevant on the back. It says like 263 or whatever the last yeah, number of the pick. Because you're the last pick. People who are the last pick, they do not play in the There's NFL. There's never been a last pick to score a touchdown, throw a touchdown, do anything noteworthy. The only thing the last pick of NFL draft has done has been the scout team for a team and been on the practice squad. They've never... Or maybe gotten in at the end of a blowout. They've never played a meaningful part of a football game. And this guy came in to play quarterback in a big game against the Dolphins. Big game. He threw 25 for 37, 210 yards. Mr. Irrelevant. Hey, I said this kind of as a joke when he first came in. And I still, obviously, way an exaggeration. But when he came in, I said to my dad, I was like, hey. Next Tom Brady right here, you know, a nobody in the sixth, this guy in the seventh round, literally the last pick in the draft coming in, wasn't supposed to play, only came in because of two quarterback injuries. Mm-hmm. I'm not calling him Tom Brady. Obviously, it was a joke. Yes, it was a joke. And but, it still is a joke. But he played very good. This is the point where I don't think the Niners are contenders at this point because of their quarterback situation. But... If he continues to play like how he did, they completely still are because he played great. Now, on the flip side of that, yes. What we were talking about earlier, Baker Mayfield, obviously quarterback for the Panthers, very, very bad this season. Struggled a lot. Coincidentally, you know, he just wakes up today of all days and he went up to the uh, office and said, Hey, I would like you to release me. I don't know why, you know, just today I'm feeling it, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't, feeling lucky. Yeah, I don't want to be on the team just today. Today hit me for some reason. And the Panthers, being the great team that they are, said, yeah, we'll respect that. So they cut him. And so they cut him, obviously, and now he's a free agent. Yeah, it came at a great time. Baker Mayfield, you're not slick. We know exactly <laughs> what's happening. We know exactly why you demanded a release. Granted, no Panthers fans are mad at this release. Don't get me wrong. But we know exactly why you did. You want to go to this Niners team because they don't have a quarterback now. But, newsflash, if you do go to the Niners, you're going to get beat out by Mr. Relevant Brock Purdy. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I would not be shocked, would not be shocked at all, if in the next day, maximum next week, he is signed by the 49ers. I would not be shocked. I mean, by he has that. to clear waivers. Waivers go through, I think, tomorrow or Wednesday. Yeah, he has to clear waivers, but I know, I mean, and he's going to be going to sign him. No, yeah, he'll be signed off. He'll be signed off waivers if he's by the Niners. Is what my opinion is. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like no one else is going to claim him, so yeah, yeah. he's going to clear waivers. Like no big deal. 
I think the 49ers take him. I think that he probably will start over Brock Purdy. I think this is probably one of those fluke games. I Maybe look, not. Look. Maybe eventually. But I think at this point, for the next, definitely this coming week, and then maybe next week, depending on how he plays, Brock Purdy should start. You're not. Yeah. Why would you take that look, guy? Look, why would, I'm not rooting yeah. against him. How would you feel if you're Brock Purdy? You're not even ever supposed to play. You come and you ball against a good defense like this, win your team the game, playing better than Jimmy Garoppolo has arguably played all season. And then you're like, oh, yeah, this quarterback who's been awful all season, yeah, we're going to get him just because he wasn't the last pick in the draft. He was actually the first. Yeah. Look, dude. I don't know. They are saving. The 49ers are saving so much money by playing Brock Purdy. And not yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo. They were paying Jimmy Garoppolo some insane number, like $800,000, like a game. Mm -hmm. oh a game. Because he was a backup. And so every game that he played more than 50% of, he got like an extra like $300,000 bonus. And so every single game, the 49ers were losing so much money. Yeah. Now that he's hurt, I mean, obviously when he got hurt, every 49ers fan and every fan across the NFL was like, that's it. That is it for the 49ers. But they Brock were supposed Purdy to said, be a Super Bowl contender. Hold my irrelevant jersey. Exactly. <laughs> hold my Mr. Irrelevant jersey. Yeah. Threw it at the owner, walked on the field, and balled for 25 for three for 37, 210 yards. Mm -hmm. One more thing about this. If Baker does go to the Niners, I can tell you for a fact, the person who's going to be the most upset about this, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey cannot escape he, Baker if, Mayfield. If he, he, he left Carolina and he's like, it sucks that I had to leave my city. Like, I love that, that team. But Baker, I'm so glad to be gone. He's like, I'm gone. I don't got to see that guy anymore. Baker comes back. Hey, man, I just, I just signed here. Mm, McCaffrey, man. I feel so bad for him. If Baker comes back, mm, go Brock Purdy. I'm rooting for you. I think it'd be awesome if Brock Purdy just continued to ball for the rest of his career. That'd be awesome. I'd love that. All right, so another question from the chat. Um, okay, Just Mena asks, who are the top three hottest football players, specifically NFL? Um, Personally, I don't have an opinion on that. <laughs> I do. You could do there, that. There's, there's only one. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> That's it. There's no two or three. It's Jimmy G. Yeah. Interesting. That's it. All right. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Moving on. Two or three. Also thought about uh, that a little sound... bit. Well, okay. I, no, he he thought about that way beforehand. Which is no, concerning. everyone. It's that's a known, a known fact. fact. He literally won like hottest man alive or something like that. Really like, voted by America or something. Yeah, it was crazy. We're looking up a picture of him. But right now, now he's hurt and he will not be uh, playing anymore. That was irrelevant because or not irrelevant. That was relevant because we were it talking was. about the Niners. It was. It was. Maybe. Dang. Maybe she knew. What maybe a she did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, this oh my. game. Was a big game. Oh, did you, would you just see a picture? I just saw a picture of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this that was game. an oh my, but not gay. <laughs> this game, Chiefs oh, and Bengals. Okay. Bengals won twenty four or twenty seven twenty four in the rematch of the AFC Championship game. Yep. Joe Burrow, in his young career, is three and zero against Patrick Mahomes. That is crazy. Who's the other quarterback who's done that? Three and zero against Mahomes. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's another one. It's obviously he's still playing, right? I was going to say Tom. It's Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady is the only other quarterback to beat Mahomes three times. But I Joe was Burrow. Say, I think he's played more than three. But Joe yeah. Burrow is the only one that's beat him three consecutive times. Wow. I mean, it's great. And it's all been in 2022 because they played like second yep. last week of the regular season, which was in January last year. Yep. And then they played in the AFC Championship, obviously in January. And then now this, all in 2022, which is crazy. But 
The Bengals in the same year. Yeah, Bengals look very good with Jamar Chase back. They don't even have Joe Mixon. No, they don't. They are clicking. This is uh, we were talking about this game over text yesterday while it was going on. This is around the time last year when the Bengals completely flipped and became obviously AFC champs. Yep, and looks like they're doing it again, beating what we think is the best team in the league. Yeah, and to be completely realistic here, it's not like the Chiefs played bad. Or the Bengals, like there was no bad football yeah, game. It was a great played. game. The the only reason the Chiefs lost this game realistically was because Travis Kelsey fumbled, and it wasn't like Travis Kelsey like had some terrible slip and Travis Kelsey fumbled the ball away like an idiot. No, he was yeah. fighting with the ball and he's fighting for every inch because football's a game of inches and he knows this. Every inch matters, yeah. and he's fighting forward and he's got literally three Bengals players draped on him trying to bring him down, and the ball just gets stripped. Oh, yeah, he just ripped the ball. It was yeah. a great play. It was a great play by the Bengals defense. Mm-hmm. Sad to see it, for sure. but then the Bengals go down and they, they're. Chiefs had a couple opportunities to stop him on third down, get the ball back, give Mahomes a chance with time left on the clock. Unfortunately, the Bengals, you know, got their first downs that they needed and were able to kneel out the clock. But overall, it was a fantastic football game. Yeah, I think it really like shows how the Bengals are kind of unfair. I mean, obviously, you got Jamar Chase, who's a, arguably a top five, top three receiver mm-hmm. in the league. He's incredible. And he's super young. And then they got, obviously, a great quarterback in Joe Burrow. So you try to take Jamar Chase out of the game and neutralize him by like doubling him or mm-hmm. anything you got to do to stop him. But then on the other side, you got T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd is a good receiver. And then T. Higgins, if he's on any other team aside from the Bengals, I think he's easily a number one receiver. Yeah. He is a superstar, and he showed it in this game. When they were doubling Jamar Chase towards the end, they were just trusting T. Higgins, and every time he'd come through with huge plays. Yeah, I They mean, have two elite number one receivers on their team. That's very unfair. That is very like, unfair. What do you like for any other team? You're like, okay, we're playing Devonte Adams this week. What are we gonna do? Well, we're gonna double Devonte Adams. Okay, we're gonna double him, and, and it, it doesn't works. matter because yeah. it works because the Raiders don't have another wide receiver. That's how it is, and that's how it is for every other NFL team. Is you double the best guy, and that takes care of it. If you're playing the Bengals, you have to double Jamar Chase because he is the number one receiver on that team. He is a top three receiver. But then you have T. Higgins lining up on the other side of the field. What are you going to do about him? You going to leave him one-on-one? I don't think so. What are you going to do? Put Double safety help? Now the middle of the field's wide open? There's nothing you can do to stop the Bengals' offense. Mm-hmm. What I think it makes it just easier to root for, I guess, is because, like, obviously the Rams had a super team last year, but they acquired all of that by trading their picks away and signing free agents. This whole Bengals team is from the draft. Joe Burrow drafted, Jamar Chase drafted, T. Higgins drafted. They drafted their whole team, and they're unfair. Like, they're incredible. Yeah. It's not like they're going and they're just throwing money at these guys, and they're, they're tr- throwing draft picks at these teams, and they're like, yo, come play for us. Come play for a, a powerhouse. Let's go run the league. Right. They're drafting these guys out of college and just developing them, and they're superstars. And it's yeah, it's a lot easier and more fun to root for a team like that who has a bunch of young guys who they – on their own than just throwing money or picks at a team. I wish that they weren't in the AFC North, and I wish that they weren't one of the Browns' big-time rivals. Because if they were in any other division, it'd be really easy to root for them. Yeah, it's. I mean, obviously, I have no reason to hate them. I'm not a Browns fan. I love rooting. Gonna be tough when their rookie contracts run out. It will. A lot of them are gonna leave. But by then, the salary cap's gonna probably be like a billion. Yeah, salary cap's gonna be a billion dollars. So it doesn't matter, anyways. All right, this game. Chargers, Raiders, 
I had picked Raiders, and it turned out to be another miraculous pick. Um, I'll let you talk about this one a little bit, because I think you watched this a little more than I did. Yeah. I mean, you could say I'm making an excuse of it, but Justin Herbert, for three and a half quarters in this game, had no time to throw. Literally, towards the end of the game, the Chargers got the ball back, and the announcers literally said, like, you've yeah. got to give Justin Herbert some props here. The way the fact that he made it a seven point game. If you like, and I said, if you're just joining us, Justin Herbert through three and a half quarters under constant duress, no time to throw all game, yeah. and he's making it. He work. was sacked five times in this game. The announcers, yeah, and he should have been way more, but he was just running and running and running, throwing it away, chucking it deep, just hoping something would work because he had no time. The announcers literally said, "It's not like it's just like I love Justin Herbert, so I'm saying this." Like, no, the announcers know it, the fans know yeah. it. Speaking of Justin Herbert, go check out Caden's Corner on YouTube and Instagram. Yeah, and stop and stop hating in the comments section. Like, <laughs> I don't care if you don't like Herbert. Like, respect my opinion, bro. <laughs> no, don't respect it. Keep keep up the hate. The facts facts don't lie. Whatever. But yeah, uh, the Raiders are kind of hitting their groove right now. Yep. Who would have thought that losing Darren Waller and losing Hunter Renfro would make you good again? Who crazy? Yeah, but weird. Yeah, Derek Carr just randomly remembered that, uh, yeah, that's right, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams had eight receptions for 177 yards. And two touchdowns. Ridiculous. Devontae Adams, you're carrying my fantasy team right now. Thank you very much. That's all I had to say. That's it. That's the rest of this game. That's the game. Josh Jacobs didn't do too bad again either. Yeah, he's good. (laughs) Well, this one was very interesting. Shout out Daniel the Camel. Um, Uh, Yeah, your team got uh, pooped on. So, (laughs) yeah. So a lot of people, you know, it was Sunday night. This was Sunday night football game, Colts and Steel- uh, Steelers, Colts and Cowboys. And it was 19-21 early in the fourth. And you're like, you know, it's late. It's like 11. I got work the next day or I got school the next day. I should probably go to bed, you know, get ready, yeah. just have a good fresh start to the week. You're going to go to bed. Obviously, not probably over, you know, probably finish at like 29 to 19 or something like that. Yeah, could be wake a close up. game. Gonna be yeah, good, yeah. but yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah. It's like, why would I stay up for this? And then you check your phone in the morning. And you're like, nineteen to fifty-four. And then you put your phone down. And you're like, I did not read that right. Yeah, yeah nineteen to fifty-four. And you're like, huh? And you're like, I-, I need to grab my glasses. So you go to the eye doctor and you get some glasses because there's no way your eyes are right because it was only a quarter. You know, yeah. you only missed a quarter. And you look again and it still says nineteen to fifty-four. And you're like, what? Yes. The Cowboys scored 54 points and they had 21 points in the like going into the fourth. They had five interceptions or five five interceptions or like seven turnovers. Matt Ryan was literally a slot machine. He's like here, like it's the thing ching, where ching ching interceptions yeah. all around Except, the entire like, you don't Cowboys put a coin defense. In, the center just snaps the ball to him and then he gives the defense the ball. Yeah, you know, like they get a prize every time. It's like one of those weird ones. It's like the tiny ones for little kids, and it's like the little duckies where you get something every single time. Yeah, and you like, get a prize every yeah, time. Like, you don't want to hurt their feelings. Yeah, everyone gets a prize. Exactly. Like they get you win every time if you're the defense. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it was thirty three unanswered in the fourth. Pitiful because of Matt Ryan. Pitiful. I am not complaining because I was in a very close fantasy game and I had Dallas's defense and they had an interception early in the fourth and I was like, that's clutch. But I am very tired. I'm going to bed. But I was like, I- I'm up at like five now. So I'm. Sh- I mean, as long as they don't score, I'll be chilling. I wake up and I'm like, they had like 21 points and I was like, that's clutch. So yeah, 
Yeah, Dallas and Philly are looking like they are on a collision course to meet in the NFC Championship. Yes. But, you know, it's Dallas. They could obviously any year choke in the playoffs like they always do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was going to be fun. Colts Dallas fans, it's will. okay. Matt Ryan is probably his last year. Probably. Uh, fun fact. And then you guys can have Will Levis. Ooh. <laughs> I just want to see Daniel Campbell's reaction to that. <laughs> fun fact. Matt Ryan has thrown more touchdowns than Russell Wilson. So props to Matt Ryan. Yeah, and he job. didn't play for like three weeks. Good job. He has also thrown more interceptions than Russell Wilson has bathrooms in his house. So good job on that one too, Matt Ryan. Yeah. Go you. Go you. You're a champion. Yeah. No, you're not. You blew that Super Bowl. And now for the Monday night game. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait. Oh. We have another question is from the chat. Is this football related? This is football related. Okay, okay. This okay, is a good so question. Not, wait, they were all uh, other than the Pickles one. They were related. <laughs> I forgot about the Pickles one. All right. I'm going to butcher this name, but it's Johanna Miller. Johanna Miller. That's your name. Um, that is your <laughs> yeah, name. We have decided. <laughs> we, the asked, arbiters of truth. <laughs> yes. Why do you think the Chiefs traded Tyreek Hill to Miami? Good question. That's yeah, a that's fantastic question. That's a good question. Because I think, I mean, because of money. Because his contract was running low. He wanted a yeah. new contract. And they already had to pay Mahomes. I like, mean, a, yeah, they paid half of a billion, half a billion dollars. dollars over 10 years. Yeah, and so they're like, and you know, you're going to have to pay Kelsey again. Literally superstar tight end. You have a lot of these crazy people. And Mahomes, you're going to trust your quarterback, who was the best in the league, to produce even without even someone as good as Tyreek Hill. And you yeah. know Tyreek Hill is going to cost crazy amount of money as well so why not get a lot of stuff for him instead of just letting him walk in free agency yeah i yeah that's probably why they ended up trading him obviously when contracts come due and it's time to resign time to renegotiate that's when a lot of teams lose these superstar players or they try to prolong the inevitable and they sign them to a very lucrative one-year contract because they don't have the money mm -hmm. to sign them for multiple years down the road so I completely agree. That's yeah. definitely why they traded him. And it's paying off. Paying off. Yeah. Chiefs are doing very well. And they have more plays over 40 yards this year than they did last year with Tyreek Hill, which is very incredible. Yeah. Good question. Keep them coming. All right. So this game, Monday night game. Big game. Very, very big. For the NFC South. For the NFC South. The rest of the NFL probably doesn't care because whoever wins this game is going to lose first round in the playoffs unless the Panthers get in. But... Um, <laughs> yeah, it's something like that, bud. This game, I will be watching. I will be excited if the Bucks lose. I'm not going to say the Saints. Say um, it. Say it right now. I will be You're rooting, rooting for. I will be rooting big time for the Bucks no, to lose. No, no. Say it with me. I, I am rooting, am rooting for the Bucks no, to lose. No, for the Saints. For the Bucks to for lose. For the Saints to win. Say it. It's Come okay. On. Come on, please Go. say it. You can say it. Not Bucks. You got you this. You can do it. Say it. I hope. Caden, I'm here the for you. Bucks struggle. Okay. It's, it's okay. No, come here. Maybe next week. No. You can. No. But you, there's not. There is no next week. There is no tomorrow. <laughs> it's okay. Sigma grind. Go. Exactly. Go. Away team. Go Saints is what he's trying to say. I'll interpret for you. He's saying go Saints. That's what he's saying. Go Andy Dalton. Ooh. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> not even I can say that. <laughs> but yeah, it's Bucks, not gonna happen. Bucks, Bucks are gonna probably win this. win this game pretty easily. But yeah, you can always hope. You never know. That's why they the play Browns, the game. The Browns beat the Bucks. Browns did beat the Bucks. They did beat the Bucks. 
But hey, they beat the Bucks. We beat the Bucks. That's facts. With Jacoby Brissett. Panthers beat. Yeah. Oh, wait, never mind. I was going to say Panthers beat the Saints with Baker to prove that the Saints have a chance. But if we beat them with Baker, that just proves how bad they are. Or no, I didn't say that. Okay, yeah. Star Jameis. Bucks will probably win, but maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe the Saints should sign Baker. Turn him into a, the next Drew Brees. Hey, well, that would not happen. He's the same size. He is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I had a very productive. You did. And I was, a, I was a little nervous. But. While you're talking, I'm gonna look who I picked for that. Yeah, Jaguar. you go ahead and look for that one because if I pick the Lions, I get an extra point. Yeah, I hope you pick the Jags. But anyway, let's jump to the uh, picture, Debbie. Uh, I had a very productive week. I got uh, was it eleven for fourteen, right this week? Yeah, which is very no, good. No, it was twelve. I got twelve for fourteen. That's right, because I didn't count the no. Yeah, Monday. Yeah, so I finally broke a hundred on how many games I got right. Let's go. So. Applause, applause. So I'm only down by 12. I broke 50% again. I'm up to 52%, which is, you know, exciting. <laughs> uh, that was a very loud laugh, Debbie. The, the audience doesn't need awesome. to hear that. Also, the reason why is because I'm sitting at 68% in my pickums. just by the way. Debbie, this is why you're not in the chair, because no one cares. Sorry, my bad. No one cares. I'll go back to um, So Caden is sitting at 112. I'm at 110. Caden's... Uh, double checking to see if he picked the Jags or Lions because <laughs> dang it, I did pick the Jaguars. <laughs> let's go. So this is the correct score. This is the correct score. So let's go on that. Uh, so we have five weeks of regular season left. Is it five? Oh, that's exciting. Five weeks of regular season left. <laughs> plus <laughs> no. <laughs> plus the wild card round, divisional round, championship round, no, wait, and wait, Super Bowl. Oh, we're picking those two. Of course we are. Starting to sweat over here. So we have nine weeks left for me to pick all of these games right. And maybe, maybe if it's close enough, we'll toss in a little something for the Pro Bowl. Who knows? No. That's a flag football game. We are not. We should toss something in for the Pro Bowl. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I stand a chance. So I'm only 12 picks behind, which makes it really, really exciting. It does. It really. Nerve-wracking. Like it's exciting. I can't. Caden is going to Ratbirds. Ooh. This score, he's gonna oh. be up by so much, and then he's gonna fumble it away in the old dying second. I mean, this might be the closest it ever was. No, it, it's been ten. Oh, after yeah. week one. Cause in the yeah, I yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, you're really excited this week. I am. But like one week, next week I get more than you, and I'm back at like a sixteen point lead. It's like. Or I could continue on this trend and continue to pick, uh, you know, the winners of these games. Hey, while, maybe, while, maybe while you continue to pick Justin interesting Herbert. Interesting. Last week was all the games were so like it could go either way. So yeah. if you have more games like that, I don't know, like that. Playoff games hey, might be a little bit better, harder to. All I'm operate. saying, we'll all I'm saying is I won last week. And I won this week. You know what I'm saying? Common denominator being guest on the show. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. When there's a guest, I win the week. I cancel at Harold Mansfield. You're, uh, he's planning to be on the show next week. You're actually not on anymore. I need you on. <laughs> Common no, denominator like, needs no, to ride this till the end of the year. It's like facts, though, because like when there's a whole other guest on, you know what? Actually, I'm going to pick my games before I come. Ooh. You don't Debbie, do that, you don't do that already? you begging Austin and I to take you notes don't do that already? And, have, and have things... I have notes this week, guys. He wrote like I got notes. You wrote the two notes. I got notes, guys. He, he has notes. He literally wrote like Panthers or not Panthers. They didn't play this week. He literally wrote like Browns, Texans, and circled Browns because they won. No, that's not true. That is the extent of his notes. No, I I have all the notes on like the stats and the play. I have, all the stats were on this piece of paper, guys. It's uh all of them. 
everyone, I'll, I'll take stat. I'll take notes on the uh, on the Sunday night or sorry Monday night game. Oh, I would not. I will be yelling. At my Actually, I have to study for a stupid chemistry test. I'll uh, be writing down. Let's see what I'll be writing. Panthers suck. That's what I'll be writing down. That's that'll be my notes <laughs> for uh, Saturday. Uh-huh. All right, let's wrap it up, Kate. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of the KNA Football Podcast. Stay tuned for this Saturday's episode for our Week 14 pickums with another special guest who we kind of just said like 10 minutes ago or yeah. no five We've minutes ago. It for a while. Yeah, yeah, it's Harold, longtime friend of the know. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'll be on the uh, show next week. Stay tuned for that one. Should be fun. But for now, what's the word I'm looking for? Nah, whatever. Thanks for listening.